Yo, Tuesday, April 11th. Appreciate everybody for joining me. Everybody on Facebook, everybody on YouTube. I'm not on Instagram Live right now. It looks kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out kind of weird, to be honest. But um, I'm here. Politics on the corner. Real rap cane. Um, y'all seen the topic? We gonna go way crazy on this tonight. Oh, oh. Um, disclaimer. Wait, wait, wait. There you go. <laughs> if this your first time here, it's first time to the show. It ain't gonna go how you think it's gonna go. It's gonna be, you know. You gotta leave your feelings at home. You know what I mean? You gotta leave your feelings at home. The truth can never be considered disrespect. So those are my disclaimers that I have to give off the back. Um, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad y'all joining me. Um, hopefully we can continue pushing these conversations forward. That makes sense. That means something. Phil, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. So we need to show some people some love, correct? Right? Correct. All right. So this thing here, I'll tell you how I used it. I finally used it. I sent it out. Um, so what this is, it helps determine the, the negative particles in the room. So whether it's mold or any type of chemical, right, or something that's bad. So my son's room has mold in it, right? I wanted to see what it's like. So the instructions are really, really simple. So I just open it up, lift that tab up, and put it somewhere in the room for two days, and you mark what, what time you do it. You mark what time it's done. You seal it back up, put it in the prepackaged label, and then you just mail it out, and then I guess I'll get the results when he gets it in. Okay, that's simple enough. Yeah, so... Can't so, wait. so you are the best promoter because you use the product. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm a little worried to see what's actually going to come through, but it was very, very simple to do. Well, I wouldn't be worried about that part. I'd be more worried about not um, the unknown versus I'm about to find the answer out. Mm. If you didn't have an avenue to find the answer out, I'd probably be more worried about that than yeah, so actually finding the answer. I, I, I appreciate them. Advanced chemical, what was I saying? Census. Census, yeah, it's too yeah. small on my screen, but it's cool. Advanced Chemical Sensors, call the number on the screen, email, go to the website uh, if you need additional information. Correct, correct. But as you can see, they are uh, they're official. We're going to find out how, how official they really are when Phil get this. Um, the results back. This all red results back. <laughs> right, it's say, you need to move. <laughs> Hopefully they don't condemn your house, man. Oh, no. <laughs> well, all right. We got, we got Jones Nelson. Jones Nelson, <laughs> lawn service. Um, commercial lawn service. Um, like I said, all four seasons. Well, there's no four seasons where I'm at. It's two seasons. Um, but, you know, they can do uh, the treatments part. They can, you know, cutting part. Um, any other long landscaping advice that you need, this is your company to go to. 386-868-8329. I'm going to work with him on getting a website. You know, he. Uh, I'm going to work with him, though. Yeah, yeah, you definitely need a website in 2023. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to work with him. I'm going to bring him to the 21st century. You know? <laughs> okay. Well, Jay, we haven't done this in a little bit. What's that? People who, uh, you know, they, they're, they're angry at you. So I got some angry replies from YouTube this time. All right. I don't know why people are so angry, but come on. Well, no, you said it earlier. You said the truth. What did you say again? About the oh, truth? people consider the truth as disrespect. Yeah. I mean, you know. So, yeah. So maybe that's... Bill's character. Maybe do that, some push-ups. Maybe that's what, what they feel. So this one is regarding your YouTube short for the left versus the right. They're all the same. And this is the comment from Sunny Paradise. They say, suppress the vote. Most minority cities in America have been Democratic cities for 30, 40 years. How did they get elected if the vote was suppressed? This is what happens when you don't do basic fundamental things called listening, <laughs> right? Mm. Listen is mental, hearing is mechanical. Don't let that go over your head. So what I actually said was, was that the Democrats in those cities that he's talking about prey on the vulnerable people there, the blue collar workers who are looking for the aid that Democrats promised them. The Republicans at the Senate level, governor level, president, presidential level, they try to suppress the votes from those areas because they know they're going to be overwhelmingly Democratic. They're not going to be in the favor of Republican voters. So what they try to do is make it harder for people from those areas to vote, i.e. real ID, i.e. Um, 
saying you can't do mail-in ballots. There's restrictions on mail-in ballots, knowing that certain a lot of people, some people can't get down to the voting polls. They're not able to. They don't have the transportation. They don't have the means to. Right? Especially the elderly folks who are not going to catch the bus in the city, how wild cities are today, to go on some voting poll. They're they more likely not going to do it if they health even permits them being able to do it. So that is just two quick examples of voter suppression, right? I told no lies there, but you know the irony part of it was? What's that? When you go on the, on, on the YouTube one, right, the left versus the right, mm-hmm. people in there like, man, I was with you. I was with you until uh, you started talking about the Republicans. There is not one Democratic person, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Facebook, whether it was Instagram, whether it was YouTube, it was not a rep- it was not a Democrat on there that came and fought for Democrats saying I'm telling a lie. All, and, and only lie the Republicans t- said I told was when I was speaking about the Republican side. They never said I lied anything about Democrats taking advantage of people who not fulfilling promises. Yada yada yada. I got no pushback on that part. But the moment I said something about Republicans, gosh, almighty, they went haywire. It's like, so damn, I told a half-truth. So so I'm right. You know what's crazy? You know how it is when you know somebody and they like, yo, yo, that's my friend. That person is, you know, that, that person is real. That person tell the truth, right? You tell the truth about everybody else. Then when you tell the truth about them, they like, oh, no, you lying about me, though. But you tell the truth about everybody else. But now when you talk about me, you lying. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about no more. Oh, man, that's narcissistic right there. Right? It's the same, it, 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 it's the same pot. Damn, you telling the truth about the Democrats. They ain't crap. They ain't worth nothing. They criminals. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told how the Republicans suppress votes and, you know, play the dirty game on the, the way they play the game dirty. And now I'm a liar. I'm dumb. I'm dumber than dirt. I think somebody said. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I was talking to my man, Ty, right? We was having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I started smiling during the conversation because I forgot this analogy that uh, Michael Mex had gave. And it was a very powerful analogy. And all I could do was smile while he was saying it because he, he was, he, I was remembering that analogy, right? So he said, you got a fox and you got a wolf. You got the lamb in the middle, right? The wolf just going to eat the lamb, right? The, the, the wolf ain't going to play no games with him, just going to eat him. The fox is going to try to act like he's befriending the lamb, like he's there for the lamb, you know what I mean, but the best for the lamb, Right? But well, we know what the fox is going to do. He's going to eat the lamb as well. So the end result is the lamb in the middle, whether it's a fox or whether it's the um the lion, it is with the with the lamb dying, getting decapitated, and you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. Both are bad options. And he was giving that analogy in regards to the Democrats and Republicans saying this is the dirty political game that we live in in the United States of America. And I know that I know that analogy probably gonna piss people off again, even though he said that about sixty odd years ago. <laughs> right? How dare him? <laughs> right. But it was a dope analogy that honestly I forgot about. And I was like, he did say that. And it's so true. Even today it's probably more true than ever. That's why I tell people, like, people look and say, Oh, we gotta get more engaged in politics. Yes, but at the same time, that can't be our crutch. Like, politics was much more needed then because of the status we was in. Right. We needed policies and certain things to come through to remove certain roadblocks. So policy, so politics, uh, policy and laws and amendments and all that was super important. Then. They're still important now to a degree, but not as important as they was then. I don't think that's my personal opinion. We have way more power, way more control on our infrastructure. with building us up with controlling our own internal uh, affairs more than ever. There's so much black wealth in this country today is insane. We just don't, re- we, we need to repurpose that black wealth instead of relying on a system that has historically been against us, no matter how you want to bring it back. Even with the guise of passing certain laws and bills, it looked, it, it looked like it was there to help us, but how much stuff was actually there to harm us? But don't know. That's just my two cents on that. But I just wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring that analogy up because, like I said, that was a fire analogy that I forgot. I forgot about. Mm, yeah, that was. All right. So there's some. There's been some news. I don't know what if happened? you use uh, Cash App. 
Use Cash App? Yeah, I do. You know, God darn well I use Cash App. <laughs> so the founder of Cash App, uh, <laughs> something happened to him in San Francisco. So if you, if you haven't been privy to the news, here's a quick one. Friends and family are confirming what many fear. The 43-year-old man San Francisco police found stabbed here on Main Street early Tuesday morning is well-known tech executive Bob Lee. The father of two was chief product officer at cryptocurrency startup MobileCoin. Before that, he worked with former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey at Square. Dorsey today called his death heartbreaking. Lee would later create the mobile payment service Cash App. Bob's someone that I just talked to a couple of days. All right, so I'm skip that, but yeah. No, that's cool. Um, that was wow, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, actually um, a video online. I mean, I don't know if people want to watch it, but there's actually a video where he's stumbling after he was stabbed. He's stumbling, trying to look for help, uh. right? So my question is, like, San Fran, you know, it's it's Silicon Valley. It's technology hub of the world, pretty much, right? So I'm pretty sure they surveillance cameras and technology is on another level out there. So my question is, why is the only video they could find when he was already attacked and he's stumbling, trying to find assistance? Where's the video at of him being attacked, which I'm pretty sure is out there somewhere. Uh. It has to be. Hmm. And then when you start looking at other things that come to light, like the federal government trying to get their own form of cash app. And, um, yeah, it looks like, um, my man was taken out. I mean, like he randomly got attacked in San Francisco. Like either it was some domestic lovers quarrel or, (laughs) but what was it? A robbery. They didn't say it was a robbery. So he just randomly got the stabby stab. Just randomly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You heard that, right? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just ran, he, he randomly got the stabby stab. Do you really, for real? Like, what was it? Was he at like an ATM or something? This is the point. He wasn't using his cash app. <laughs> he got he got he, he got the stabby stab while he was using his own cash app. I don't think that happened. He will probably didn't even use them. People don't even use cash. Man, cut it out. <laughs> Only us as as consumers dumb enough to tie that to our bank account. They they, they not doing that. <laughs> they know the vulnerabilities of it. Question for you though: Is San Francisco is the crime rate in San Francisco really bad? Because I heard San Francisco was like really, really nice. Like, no, okay. if you make a hundred thousand dollars, you're poor. What you dumb poor San Fran with a hundred thousand? Yeah. You got you got an efficiency apartment somewhere. Mm. But um, San Fran, like any other place, right? It has its it has its box it has its pockets um of 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 where it could get kind of you no know, shady and little little treacherous at. Yeah. You know, it's still a major city. Still got to respect that part. And they still got they element out there, how they move around on, outside on the streets. So um, just not, you know, guys like that is safe, man. I don't care what nobody say. Like, guys like that, you don't hear about Bill Gates or, or Zuckerberg. You don't hear about none of them getting the stabby stab. So this guy makes a cash app, turns into a billion-dollar company, right? He left Square. He got Square popping, right? He left them to go make cash app, made that a billion-dollar company. Now, all of a sudden, the federal government went uh, fed cash or something it's called, something like that. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, he get the stabby stab randomly in San Francisco, randomly. Yeah, that's what happened. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I get it. All right. Um, all right. Where do you want to go here? Because I'm, 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 you want the, the the Harvard? Yeah, let's go to Harvard real quick. All right, all right. All right. Here we go. Can you see that on the screen? Yeah, four Harvard students held at gunpoint by campus police and swatting attack. Right. For those out there that don't know what swatting is, swatting is um, where a call is made to 911 pretty much so- saying someone is a hostage, someone's being held at gunpoint, somebody's being held against their will. So what's that going to activate? It's a barricade situation. It's a hostile situation. It's going to activate the SWAT unit of the police department. So they're they're, they're making calls to whatever police department they're in randomly. Oh, yeah, this address right here. They're holding somebody hostage. I hear somebody screaming. They're going to dispatch SWAT to the area. SWAT going to kick in the door to find out it was a hoax. Mm. 
So so either they're going to go to your door, they're going to bang on it real hard, and somebody's going to open the door, and you're going to have a bunch of rifles pointing at you. Or they're going to kick the door off the hinges, and then you're going to get thrown on the floor with a, a firearm to your back and uh, then explain, like, I don't know what's going on here. It's a lie. So there has been cases where some people have been arrested for it. Um, it started off, they started off doing it to celebrities out, out, out in Cali, out in L.A. That's where, like, the first time I've ever seen this is kind of old. It's probably, like, four or five years old that people, I don't know what Brainiac thought this was a good idea. Um, I think in one case, I think there's a special actually on Netflix about this, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, somebody actually got killed. Yeah, um, so it, I know I know what you're talking about. All right, so popular uh, gamers, yeah, you know, streamers, gamers, uh, it's happened live on stream. Correct. So Correct. that's what you're talking about. So what actually happened was somebody was playing a game who was really popular, and someone was swatting them. I guess some of their personal information got leaked, maybe from a, a piece of mail or something, and they got called in. And then on camera, you can see the SWAT team come in, and they end up shooting the person. Correct. So terrible. Yeah. Correct. Um. Yeah. And they they're still doing. It kind of has slowed down after the gamer dude. You talking about? I guess he was super popular. He was the best at it. Um, mm. This is this comment's a little cut off, but it says same thing that happened to the brother that created the engine that could run on water. He was killed, uh, and a suspect was as well. So he he's talking about that uh, supermarket shooting. I think it was in Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo. Yeah. So he was in there. He was. That's who got killed doing that. Yep, the, the guy that built that car that ran on water, black guy. Yeah, he was killed at that. Hey, that Ron, shooting. I never heard. I, I I didn't hear that. That guy was a part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it was a hit, G. And they killed. It took a bunch of people. So the other people was uh, collateral damage, unfortunately. Oh, you really think so? That's Ooh. the way it go. So you kill a bunch of other people to hide the fact you want to kill one person. That's normal. Damn, that's cold. Yeah, you said it's normal. That's normal. Ameri the American government been mastered that. They've been doing that forever. Good Lord. Oh, man, y'all got to catch up out here, man. Y'all not paying attention. Stop sleeping with your eyes open, man. I said that last week. They've been doing that forever. And Ronald said, yep, that's him. Yep. Yeah, they don't kill 10, 15, 20, 30 people just to kill one person. That's been happening. Damn. Wow, that's crazy. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yep, I, I remember when I heard that too. He, How come they didn't blow that story up, make it all super popular, or whatever? I mean, you you know that answer, right? Yeah, I know that answer. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I'm in one of the moods, so you know. <laughs> hey man, that's go a rhetorical there. question. This is the only show I can do that with. <laughs> no, it's just a rhetorical question. You know, yeah. I think we all out there know the answer to that question. Let's go to that next one real quick. I want to um. All right, this is with the Ashley Reese situation here. A A Angel, Angel, Reese. I was Ashley Angel yeah. Reese. Sorry. All right. Hmm. So this is what I've been I've been battling in my comments right all week since I talked about this last week. Angel Reese has no class. Caitlin Clark was raised right, right. Mm -hmm. So I've been I've been I've been literally like especially on TikTok. You gotta go to my. I'm telling you, my TikTok is crazy. At Real Rap King, right? <laughs> yeah, saying my TikTok is crazy. That's where I get all the smoke at. So, I was told, um, yeah, 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 I, I know why. Um, so, they back and forth in my comments pretty much saying um, that this one guy started off by saying, I want to make sure I get this right. He started off by saying that um, Angel Reese has no class and that Caitlyn handled it better. Obviously, she had a PR class. So I was so 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 I ain't the smartest guy in the world. Y'all know I don't I, I, I walk around flaunting no intellectual prowess or nothing like that. Like I got a chip on my shoulder, right? But I do one plus one exceptionally well, <laughs> <laughs> right? So when he said clearly she handled that situation better, clearly she uh, passed her PR class, and I was like. So what does PR, public relations, I want to talk with nobody here. I I'm not trying to say nobody slow, but I want to make sure we all in the same, uh, we, we tracking the same. He says, I said, what does PR have to do with what goes on the basketball court? I said, we talking pregame or postgame or 
Oh, if you're interviewing at the combine for a WNBA team, that's when PR class is going to come in, in handy, right? Teach you how to speak and, and uh, speak well, articulate yourself better, all that good fancy stuff, right? What in the God's green earth do a PR class have to do with your basketball skills? Right. What does PR have to do with taunting that's been around since the conception of sports? So this is the part where I got baffled at. Then, clearly, I mean, I, I want to remember, like, last week, I clearly was like, yo, I'm not even going to try. This ain't even got nothing to do with Caitlyn. Because Caitlyn came out, and she doesn't understand it either from what I've read. She's looking like, Angel don't deserve this backlash. Men tra- talk trash all the time on the basketball court or in sports. We can't talk trash? Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's normal wreck, right? So I'm looking like, I don't seem way worse get way less attention for a while it's taunting or whatever you said like people don't say some crazy stuff you got an issue with her doing this you can't see me that's what that means you can't see me right so she walked around the final round and said you can't see me and now she's like what dude said scum of all sports yep classless right so she got all this vitriol level verbiage directed towards her for something that has been around since the conception of sports. It's a part of the game. Right? It's called, now you want to say she's unsportsmanlike or she's she has bad gamesmanship or she's a poor winner or whatever the case. I can go for that stuff a little easier, right? But to say she's the scum of all sports or she's like, oh, you're going too far. Like I said, you're talking about dudes that's in their 60s. To me, she's a kid. I don't care. I was going back and forth with that as well. She's a kid. If she was in the WNBA or something, okay, whatever. If she was, if it was a dude in the NBA, okay, whatever. Wouldn't even been news. You know, it wouldn't have been news. This is what this is the part that's baffling. Now, and, and and I really don't understand it, right? But yet, you get a dude that do. Go ahead, Phil, bring that up. Mm-hmm. You get a dude that do this, right? You get a dude that he's getting fired from his bank job. He bring a rifle in, in, in the work and decide he want to kill and shoot a bunch of people because he getting his boot smoke. But where in this headline is there anything derogatory towards this dude? Mm-hmm. He's he, he's autistic purpose of a golden boy, according to what I'm reading, right? Like, even when you watch the news, right, the only time it got real was when the police uh, chief of um, uh, Louisville was doing a press conference, and she was like, only time I'm going to say his name is this time right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, which I I get. She's like, I can't even bring myself to say his name. But any other national media, they run their bio, and they pretty much bigging this kid up. Like, um, man, MJ, Kobe, KD, you absolutely right, bro. Um, but, um, I love how they gave him like varsity star. No, this is what like, I'm saying. The, like their verbiage is completely different than if it was the no, other way around. No, I'm just saying, even with Angel, right? She's in college. She ain't shot nobody. She ain't killed nobody. She ain't punched nobody. She ain't spit on nobody. She did nothing physical or, you know what I'm saying? And the label with her is crazy. Mm-hmm. But this guy right here, he go in there, shoot, he killed three old people. He shoot two cops. One is in critical condition still. He's but he graduated police academy March 31st. He ain't been on the streets two weeks. Oh my God. Shot in the head. And this is the way y'all label this guy. But when it comes to us, it comes to black folk, I don't care what y'all say, this is truth. When it comes to black folk, first thing y'all gonna do is try and find our criminal record, how 20 years ago. We was arrested for shoplifting. Not even no violent crime. Or fifth grade, we cut class. Or you can see this behavior coming for him to kill somebody. He cut class in fifth grade. This is the point. Like, how come it's so different? How come the narrative is painted so differently? Like, these last two people that decided they want to go take rifles in the places they shouldn't have them and kill people, the way y'all tried to paint these people is, is crazy to me. The first one, oh, uh, you know, LBGTQ 
that became more of the topic than her killing a bunch of people, killing a bunch of kids and faculty. This one right here, him being a varsity hoop star and grad, whatever he graduated from, and golden boy type biography y'all gave out. It don't make no sense. He's a scum. Now, that's scum. That's scum. That's how you identify scum. Somebody that takes a rifle into a bank because he getting fired, decide I'm mad at anybody in here and I'm going to kill anything I can kill before I get killed or take my own life or whatever happened to him. But y'all don't label this as scum. Maybe I got the game wrong, which is a very good possibility. Phil, let's get into the main topic, bro. Oh, man. I want to show you a video. Hold on, we're going. No, no, we're going. We're going. We're going to wait on the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to wait. Um, this week, main topic. Army teachers, good or bad idea? Let me tell y'all the irony of this of this topic, right? So, Phil, I said I sent you this on Thursday, right? I told you this is a topic we're going to have this week, right? Mm-hmm. So about 9.30 that night, right? About 9.30 that night. Oh, Josh, we're going to go. Matter of fact, put the number. Keep the number up. If anybody want to call to give they, um, they, uh, they feedback on this or get their opinion on this, feel free to call in. Don't hesitate. I'm not going to do nothing bad to you. <laughs> All right? <laughs> I heard a couple people I don't talk to personally say they're a little scared to call in. You don't got to be scared to call in now. I ain't going to trash you. Um, not that bad anyway. Um, so I'm, 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 it's like 9.30, 9.40 at night. I'm watching TV. My phone ring. Only one person typically called my phone that, night, uh, that late. So uh, he didn't call my phone. It was somebody who called my phone. I was like, Willie, what, what Willie want, right? So I pick up the phone. Willie like, hey, I need to talk to my brother. I know I ain't supposed to bother you right now, but I, hey, Willie, what you want, man? Cut it out. So I go outside so we can have a conversation. And he asked me the question. He said, listen, I just came home and I was having a conversation. He was mad. Willie, you was mad. You was irritated when you called me. Um, And he asked me about this topic. He said, should teachers have guns in school? Right. So he told me his perspective, which he believed that teachers should have a level of defense. They should be armed. Um, they should have a chance to defend themselves and their students. Um, a fair chance. Without relying upon um, emergency personnel to arrive on scene and, and, and protect them and save them and uh, neutralize the intruder or whatever the case is. Right. So it was about an hour-long conversation. And I'm walking him systematically through um, why everybody knows this is a bad idea. I'm going ahead and put it out there. We ain't going to spend all night trying to figure out whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, right? And it's, and it's, and it's, a, it's a bad idea on so many different fronts, right? When the negative outweighs the positive, um. It's it's so much more that can go wrong, right? Let's let's just start with the basics of you're introducing a firearm into a school environment, a, a, an additional firearm, because most schools today they got they got resource officers, which are police that station at the school. Um, depending on the school, is one or two, um, and that's their job is to patrol the school and um, um. Ensure the security of all people involved, the, the, from the faculty to the children, right? Um, so to me, when you introduce a, a, a an additional firearm, especially by people that are not really trained to handle firearms, right? Now, granted, you have some ex-military, you have some ex-police officers that are, are, are teachers, right? But they're a super minority. Let's, let's, let's be all we real with it. It's not a bunch of them running around. Um. So the first question I had was, where would a teacher keep the firearm at? Now I've been scouring, I've been scouring, watching videos after videos. I seen one teacher 
He had it in his boot. And I, and I meant to I meant to send, send this video to you, Phil. I meant to. He had a, he had a cowboy boots on, right? Okay. So he's being interviewed. He's sitting down, and they asking him, uh, "Do you have your fire on?" I think he was like a National Guard guy. Yeah, B Army guy. Y'all weird. Um, <laughs> he uh. He's a National Guard guy. I think he's been in National Guard like six years or something like that, right? So he said the school approached him about arming himself and, you know, being a, a measure of defense in the case of an active shooter inside the building. He agreed to it. So he's getting an interview in a um, personal interview. I asked him, so do you have a firearm on your person? He said, yes. So they're looking like, so where do you have it at? He had his cowboy boots on, right? He literally had to lift his leg up. Hey, hey, Phil, shoot down. So I'm trying. I'm trying to give an example. Oh, hang on. Let me get this. I, it's about as far as I can okay. go here. No, no worries. So he had his. He had his. His um. There you go. That's about as far as I can go. It's fine. He had his foot right out, and he's reaching down in his boot, trying to find his gun. Like he's trying to un- unlock it and took the strap off it and all this other weird stuff, right? And I'm looking like. Boy, you sure taking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Boy, you sure you sure taking a long time to get this um this weapon out, right? And mind you, the weapon was in his boot unloaded, right? <laughs> right. He never said when ammunition was at, which I'm pretty sure he's not gonna have the ammunition on this person. He probably gotta go in the drawer, he gotta go in a lockbox, he gotta go somewhere to get the ammunition, right? I'm like, there's too many steps to this process. So the first thing I said to Willie was, Willie, one, they're not conditioned nor trained to be um, in combat in um, a moment's notice. They're not trained for that. They go to, you know, undergrad school, then they go to grad school, then they go to the classroom. No way in there is their firearms training, unless they do it on the side, and that's what they're doing as a hobby, Right. There's no official part of the curriculum with becoming a teacher that says you need firearm training. Um, this one's cut off, though. It says that's it. it. Yeah. Um, go, go ahead. Read it. In my opinion, that's not their job. They're there to educate, not be security. I get where they're coming from, but it's a very bad idea. Yeah. So um, definitely. Um, so when you. Uh, so like I was saying, they're not even the proper frame of mind to even go down this this rabbit hole. Right. It's not something you can cut on and cut off. You can't go from six times six to now I got to shoot this person, right? I hear gunshots, right? It's so much more to this I'm going to cover from a psychological standpoint and a training standpoint. Um, but 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 that is just surface-level bad idea. Just on the surface level, why is a bad idea, right? Um, the sheer psychological factors, like I, I think people watch too many movies, and I, I say this in real life to people. People got all these um, hypothetical movements they're going to make. And I'm like, one, yo, you're doing too much. It's not a movie. It happens way faster than that. You're not going to have time to say, well, I got my bag right here with my firearm in it. You're not going to have time to reach in that bag. Because your first inclination, one, is to take cover. Find out what the threat is, take cover. That's going to be your first, that's your first natural movement. Simultaneously, you tell me you're reaching in a bag and <laughs> trying to find a weapon, fumbling with all the chaos. That's not how I go, right? Let alone somebody is not even trained for that. Like I said, you're in a school environment. You're in a teaching environment. You're, you're focused on the students. Next thing you hear is bang, 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 bang. You're going to freeze. If this is your first time really hearing gunshots, especially in the building, I don't think people understand how loud that is. You're in the building. It's going to sound like you're in Beirut. I promise you. You're already going to become disoriented off the muscle. It's going to happen. Next thing you're going to do is look at the students. They're going to look at you like, yes, that's gunshots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The teachers, are, the students are going to confirm for you, yes, that's gunshots. More likely, the way that the average weapon will be stored, right? I've seen people, I've seen, I seen a couple of clips where some people had it on a person, you know, um, side holsters or whatever the case may be, right? If you're in the classroom, I seriously doubt you're going to have a weapon and, and holster. It's it's not. It's going to be super downgraded if it is. It's, the 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 magazine is going to be somewhere else, right? I'm gonna get to that in a second, Reed. Um, the magazine is going to be somewhere else. So in the midst of the chaos, you got to pull your weapon out. You got to you got to charge the weapon, 
and you got to find a target, right? Now, are these teachers asked to go outside the classroom or they asked to barricade the doors or whatever the case may be, right? Now, if they're asked to go find who's shooting, now they combat teachers. Now it's no longer a school zone, it's a battleground. So now what happens to those first responders that are responding to the scene, right? I seen one clip where uh, um, a principal, I think it was, a superintendent of the school district or somebody, he was saying how um, his faculty and law enforcement train frequently together, right? And that was that will prevent a first responder from shooting a teacher by accident. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And this is why it's dumb. When those teachers grab that firearm and they're and they're in the hallways with a gun, and the first responder, well, I'm telling you, they're gonna be disoriented. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of chaos. When those first responders are given orders, they may they may not even be able to hear the first responder clearly. They still gonna have their firearm up. First responder gonna be like, put your weapon down. They might not hear the first responder say that which may lead to the first responder discharging that weapon. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. That teacher, right, because I'm going to tell you, like I said, it happens so quick. That first responder, they have to look, they're searching for a person with a weapon. They have to identify this person as friend or foe. Stupid quick. You don't get, um, it's not a movie. You don't get a pause button to say, oh, I think that's the gym teacher. (laughs) All all they're going to see is a weapon. All they're going to realize is that person has a weapon. I'm giving an order for them to put the weapon down. They're not putting the weapon down because of the midst of chaos. They probably can't hear them. They're disoriented. Bang, 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 bang. It's going to happen. It's called the fog of war. It happens all the time with, with trained military. It happens all the time. So you mean to tell me it's not going to happen amongst local police and a teacher? That makes zero sense. Is zero logic behind it? No, it's going to happen. Friendly fire happens. What's going to happen when that um that teacher is encountering that undercover cop that's in plain clothes who who breached the building through a different exit uh, entrance? And once again, like I said, they got to be able to identify a friend or foe in microseconds. Microseconds, like it doesn't. They don't get all day to figure that out because that person who's running running around shooting up the school, that person in their mind, I'm the only person in here with a gun. So anybody I encounter with a gun is a threat. So I'm going to shoot. So they already got the drop. Instead of saying, okay, the police is in here. Anybody with a gun, ain't nobody supposed to have a gun in here but the police. So the first person I see, the first person I'm going to put down. Now you're going to make them think extra harder, extra longer, and they don't got that kind of time to think. It's not how it works. They're going to walk around with red jerseys on like they in training camp on the football field. Like, it has to be some kind of identifier where clearly, I, I when I see this, I already know that's a teacher. I already know off the muscle that's a teacher. No, that's not going to happen. What happens today, we know today more than any other time in history, where they don't, they don't got worse, where you got teachers and students, they, they be fighting all out rumble. So what happens when that student sucker punch a teacher and the teacher shoot him? You, you act like that's not a possibility. That's not out of realm of possibility here. That's a real possibility on a daily basis. Well, go ahead and read that comment, Phil. I can't. All right. It's a slippery slope, in my opinion. Kids are crazy, and teachers aren't savvy enough on the spot for live action. We talk in practice, and they have none. That's the point. And then, right. you know, or, if, or what happens if the student grabs the gun? No, that's, a, that's, what, that's what I'm I was going to get to that point next. What happens when they pull the gun out, and, it, and, and they get to run, they get to wrestling over the gun? Or what happens when a student try to figure out the lockbox? Mm. I'm just saying, it's so much you cannot introduce a, 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 a weapon in the hands of somebody that's not. Listen, this is not a movie. You don't have enough reps. 
You don't have enough reps. This ain't something you could teach over a summer. How many videos did we see, especially because we, when we look at majorities, school shootings, the majority of them happen in a small town America somewhere, right? Nine times out of ten, the police in that area, you only signed up to be a cop because it was a sweet beat for you. It's majority of the force never had to fire their gun ever. So you get a school resource officer that, that's there, and, and, and then it pops off, right? No, the teachers definitely have bad days. It's going to be a worse day when they shoot a student. <laughs> but, you know, the, the school resources officers that we have seen, we've seen videos of this, right? We're talking about trained police officers. Shooting started, they cowering outside the building. They scared to go inside. Why? Because you outside, you can hear them shots go off from inside the building. So imagine what it sounds like in the building. And you never had no live action practice at this. Never. I don't care about them people talking about I've been hunting my whole life. That's one-way traffic. Ain't nobody, sh them animals can't shoot at you. <laughs> you're stalking an animal. You're a predator. You're stalking an animal. You got them in your sight. There's no threat of being shot. It's way different when it's a threat of being shot. Don't talk to me about how much range time you got. I don't care nothing about your range time. If you ain't never heard a bullet whiz past your head, miss me with the conversation. It's not a movie. And I don't see the, the best of the bus freeze up. I don't see dudes run with guns on their waist. Because it's a different kind of time when the bullets is coming your way. So you expect a teacher to respond in an unnatural way for them. I was looking at a survey. The survey, 74% of the students said that was a bad idea. Over 90, and, and, and this is across the country, right? Another survey of thousands of teachers across the country. Survey asked them, it's a good idea to arm y'all. 95%, more than 95% said, no, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. How do we skip past all the other countermeasures? How about, how many of them cases was people able to go shoot a school up because somebody left a door unlocked? How about let's do basic stuff first? Let's stop being reactive. Armored teachers is a reactive approach that's going to fail miserably. Let's, let's be clear. How about the proactive approach? What basic is, how about y'all lock the door? Keep the doors locked. I think that's a viable solution. <laughs> a lot of schools, you got to be buzzed in, right? Mm -hmm. These people are going to shoot these schools up are carrying rifles. They're not carrying, they got handguns with them. But majority of the stuff don't happen with rifles. You can see a rifle on a camera. You can't really hide a rifle, really. Or how about these people behind these desks actually do their job and start just buzzing people in? How about the school resource officers do their job, start walking around texting on their cell phone or sitting at a, a computer looking at Facebook? I'm telling you what I'm seeing for facts. How about you supplement the, the school resource officer force? Well, you, you got a whole lot of viable options here. You got a lot of viable options. There's so much retired or ex-military police running around here where you can shift them up, have them take four-hour shifts, pay them a nominal fee, $15, $20 an hour, something like that. I'm pretty sure some of them might even do it for free. But it hasn't been asked. It hasn't been used. It hasn't been approached. That way you can supplement the security forces that's already there. Because... Two cops at a middle school or high school, you can't cover but so much territory. No. If I'm at a school and I got enough, I could, I could station somebody at every door, every entry point. I could have somebody armed at every entry point. Because you know the trick. You know there's tricks to the trade. In the mornings, first thing in the mornings is where the traffic is normally controlled. Everybody typically go through one door, right, or two doors. 
Um, if you got metal detectors, every school obviously need metal detectors, regardless of where it's at. Obviously. Stop parents, stop out there talking about, I don't want to turn my, my child's school into a prison. I'd rather have my child in school that's like a prison than my child at the cemetery. You got to pick a side and stay on it. You can't have both. Stop the nonsense. What it should be and what it is is two different things. That's why I love my life because I was never afforded, I was never afforded that luxury to be naive. I had to look at reality and I had to adapt to what reality was. I couldn't say, oh, well, uh, it shouldn't be this bad. It shouldn't be this messed up. It is what it is. Adapt to it. Find your lane and stay in it. It's that simple. This ain't 1968, 1970, ain't 1980, ain't even early 1990s or mid-1990s. It's 2023. People are mentally disturbed, and they decide that they're going to pick the softest targets to go and cause the, the most mayhem at. Because it ain't no mass shootings where there's a bunch of guns at. It's only soft targets. Where you say you can't have guns at. So you could do something to where you can still keep that in place, but you can control who have guns. But you can put more guns, but put more guns in the hands of the people that make sense. People that are actually trained to defend. People that's actually trained to clear a room, to clear a building. Teachers ain't... Train for none of that. And it ain't something you could teach over a summer where they gonna retain it. He's saying that exactly what you're saying. What's cut off? He just says the average citizen has never shot a gun, let alone at someone. No, and that's and that, and, that, and that's the point I made on the phone with Willie as well. What happened when they trying to shoot the perpetrator but hit a student or hit another teacher? Because that ain't about they shooting with their eyes closed. They or they not really trained on the mechanics when it's wartime. Hey, Phil, play that video in the classroom uh, training segment. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Now it's JC's turn. Questions? Um, no. Go, go, go! Get back in the corner. Over in the corner. Get over in the corner. Get chairs in front of you. I ain't never seen a hand stop a bullet. Matrix. <laughs> no, but it's different. You could do all the simulation you want to do on the computer screen or walking through it, but when it was simulated live, though, this ain't no dummies. This ain't, oh, I'm clearing a room, there's a dummy, or there's a target, shoot, shoot. Like, no, no, no. There's somebody with a firearm as well that came in the room. Spun behind the door. You seen the gun. That's the first thing she seen is the gun. She froze up. She put a hand up with the gun. She's shooting at the floor. <laughs> He's shooting center mass. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Reese, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's way too much money and resources, right? It's way too much money. How about y'all stop building all these freaking prisons and put money? <laughs> Never mind. I mean, so you can't never say the money isn't there. You can never say the money isn't there. There's plenty of money. But arming a teacher should be the last, the, the very last option. That's like apocalyptic times or something, like where it's all complete mayhem, where every citizen, man, woman, child need, need a firearm. But today, it's too, it's too many other viable options that we have at our disposal. that can actually protect, that can actually know the steps and measures of what to do. Hey, Phil, play the... Um, the solution? Yeah, but a, a, a solution. It's that easy. Lockdown. Now, I don't do nothing for the hallways. But it's been more than enough students that's been somebody don't breach the classroom and been killed in the classroom, though. Too many cases of that. You can't convince me you can't bulletproof or armor a door. 
No, y'all could. Y'all choose not to. Like I said, y'all put the money everywhere else. The money should go on prevention. Armor teachers is not prevention. Put aside, you know what I read a long time ago, right? There was a security. I think I went to a security um, conference or something. And uh, a guy made a valid point. He said, whether you got home security or not, at least the sign is a deterrent. Somebody automatically going to think that you have security, just if you had the sign in your lawn, right? They going to go look for the house that don't got no signs. I look at it the same way with schools. Because I've seen a couple of videos where they had the lawn, they had the sign outside, armed personnel, sh shoot the killers authorizer, some fancy words they had, right? That's going to be a deterrent for some. It, it's not going to completely eliminate, but it will reduce the chances of it happening. It's all about reduction. It's hard to eliminate. But we can reduce it, though. Every week we got a school shooting somewhere in the country. Or a mass shooting. Like, well, we got a mass shooting damn near every day in the country. It depends on how you want to define mass shooting. No, call, it makes sense. She's calling her neighbor now. No, no, but yeah, you drive snitching on your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Reed, you can't be snitching on your neighbor. <laughs> you can't be on here drive snitching. Man. Um, but no, it's a real life determined though. When you see the sign, uh, mainly you're going to say, oh, damn, they have some level of security. They have some level of protection that I got to account for. Let me go find a house where they don't have no sign. Now, granted, that sign could be up there. They don't have no security. It could be a house with no sign, but they got security. But percentage-wise, you're going to go with the house that doesn't have no sign. You're going to take your chances with that. Versus you're going to take a chance with the sign. It works the same way. No matter what we're talking about. Today is the day of preying on soft targets. What possesses somebody to get pissed off about their life or how miserable their life is to say, I want to go kill a bunch of kids that never did nothing wrong to me? I don't have the slightest idea. Or I'm getting fired, so let me go kill everybody at the job. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't understand the logic, but that's the day we live in. So now we got to adapt to how do we try to put as many preventive measures in place? We got a thousand options, better options. I see one that I don't know, depends on your opinion of it. It's almost like you going to anybody ever want to visit somebody in prison before, how you gotta go, uh you gotta go through the first door that get buzzed in, then you get stuck between the first door and second door before you gotta get buzzed in again. Hmm. I seen that. And it should, it should be somebody standing right there that's lift your shirt up, spin around, like, you know what I mean? To make it make sense. They could clearly see if you got a rifle or not. Okay, lift your shirt up, spin around, lift your pants leg up. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see if you're armed or not. Then you're going to have parents saying that's too much like prison. Well, damn, you want your kid to come home or not? Now, as soon as the kid gets shot in school, it's going to be the school district ain't do nothing. They letting our kids get shot. No, this is an ongoing battle. I mean, even with basic gun rights, is an ongoing battle. More states going to constitutional carry, which I don't really have a problem with constitutional carry, to be honest. I'm going to keep it a buck. I really don't have a problem with it because it's in your constitutional right to carry a, a fire, to have a firearm. I need double permission to have a firearm? If you're not a convicted felon, you nothing permits you from having a firearm, you should be able to walk around with a firearm. This is in the Constitution. So I can't have pushback on that. But it should be more done to secure soft targets. It can be done. Especially schools. Schools should be number one. You want to say schools and then, and then places of worship number two? I'm fine with that. But schools should be number one. 
and putting that onus on the teacher should never be the option. You seen the teacher just freeze up look what the average one of them gonna do. And then what happens? I'm gonna shoot this teacher, now I got two guns. <laughs> Now I got two guns. And then I um, you know, I was talking to um a guy, he wanted to be here tonight named Josh. He wanted to be here. Um, ex-law enforcement. But he brought up a point I didn't even think about. I was I, I I'm stuck on the training part. Like the training part is enough for me. You know what I'm saying? The the logic of that, or illogic of that. Um he was saying how the number of students that went back to the old high school or middle school or elementary school, what have you, um, and it actually shot up that, right? So saying how somebody wrote a book pretty much talking about the psychology of um, between the student and the teacher. Was saying the number of students that went back and actually committed these crimes showed that there would be a gap. There would be hard for the teacher to shoot that ex-student. Especially if it's a student that you mentored, you got it. Like, you will hesitate. A natural hesitation. Not to say nothing bad about them. It's a natural hesitation. They still looking at that person as an innocent kid. Or I remember when I was sitting down bringing this kid lunch because they ain't had nothing to eat. Or I was helping this kid with algebra. Whatever the case may be. Right? There's a connection there. There is some form of relationship there that they want to go back to that's going to tap into emotionally. So all they need is a split second of pausing or freezing for that student to take advantage of that window. Which, if they already got in their mind, that's what they came there to do, they probably don't care who they see. If they killing the kids, they damn sure don't care about killing some ex-teacher that helped me with algebra. Oh, in totality, it's just a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. There's a lot more options out there that should be utilized and, um, and explore first. Like, it's too many options. Like I said, re repurpose money. Stop buying police, ATVs, armored vehicles. They don't need no armored vehicles. <laughs> what they need armored vehicles for? What they need armored transport vehicles for? They not in the Middle East. They not in North Korea. They not going to Russia. Like, what they need armored ATVs for? What we need another prison for? That costs 200, 250, 300 million dollars. So you can't say the money is not there. The money is definitely there. So repurpose it, put it somewhere that makes sense. Security students, because they deserve to be secure. They deserve to go to, I mean, in a lot of places, Students have a hard enough time just making it to school. They, they got to go through a battlefield just to get to school. Now you tell me I'm in a battlefield in school? You wonder why these kids got PTSD and they emotionally disturbed and unstable. This is basic common sense why they mentally unstable. I got to go through a war zone to get here. I'm in a war zone once I get in the building. I'm not safe. I got to travel that same war zone to get back home. <laughs> and then I go to sleep at night hoping a bullet don't come through the window. Ain't no mystery why these kids are emotionally unstable. It's common sense. If one place that should be their safe haven should be school. The next place that should be a safe haven is a place of worship. And not having a damn Dalai Lama talking about suck on my tongue. Oh. I'm out of here. Real rap came. I'll see y'all next week. Thought I was gonna let that go. I wasn't gonna let that go this week. Oh, so bad. Oh no, I wasn't gonna let that go. <laughs> see y'all later. <laughs>